Hello, fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who adore reading and adore books. And so what we decided to do was decided to start this little talk in order to talk about a variety of bookish content. And that can range from book reviews to book theories to book to movie comparisons. The list goes on. We are very much a variety show. That being said, today we are actually talking about something a little bit different. And it is how we shop for books as well as what draws us to a book and makes us pick it out. Now, the reason that we decided to do this as more of a podcast episode is because we had originally wanted to do this as one of our blog posts, but we figured talking it out might be a lot easier. And then, of course, we post most of the transcripts of these podcasts to our blog, so you can always check them out there. So with all of that out of the way... Belle, what makes you pick up a book? See, I feel like that's a more like open-ended question than just like a simple answer because it really depends on, I'd say like the genre. Okay, so then walk me through your process then. When you walk into a bookstore, where do you go? What is your pattern when you go into a bookstore? So I kind of start by like the new fiction releases and I really just kind of like glance over them unless I see like a cover that catches my eye or a title that catches my eye and I'll see if it's something I'd like to read or not. Normally you and I do that together Mm -hmm. since we shop for books together. Yes. Normally after I get bored with looking at that, I will head to the young adult section. While I'm in the young adult section, it depends on what store we're at because the normal Barnes and Noble we go to, their young adult section is literally a two-sided shelf and that's it. Yeah. And to be honest, we mainly go to Barnes and Noble and Books a Million because that is the closest bookstores to us that we can frequent. Unfortunately, in our area, we don't have a lot of small bookstores, of like used bookstores, anything like that. If we did, I know I would definitely want to frequent something like that. Okay, so you do it mainly based on title or by just cover. Yeah, so like I know one book I found it because it was a white cover and a sea of just all dark so like it stood out and I'm like huh I wonder what that is you haven't really made the jump over to the regular fiction section or the regular mystery section or any of those well I have I just I don't know I mean I do have like adult thrillers and mysteries I do own those and I have read them but like I think it's just because I'm so used to being in young adults granted I wasn't always a book reader one day we'll do an episode on it but like I wasn't always a reader so like even though by the time I really started reading and I was above my grade level now as an adult for some reason it's in the back of my head that I'm still not to that level when I have been above YA since high school yeah I think that it is difficult sometimes and again I will preface this by saying 
you can be any age and read YA. Yeah, you can it, be you ninety can be, in a nursing yeah. home and read YA if that's what you want to read. Heck, there are people that hold doctorates and they just like to read YA. So I'm not bashing you or anybody else for if that's mainly what you focus on. I'm not bashing you. For me, YA became way too predictable for the most part. There are some YA books that have really surprised me and have kept me on my toes throughout the whole thing. However, in general, I can't read a lot of YA books because there's just something about them that just doesn't hold my attention. See, like, I'll put it this way. I can't read every YA book. I can't do YA romance. I can't do certain YA things. It's mainly I'll go and I'll look at like the mystery and thriller. And like sometimes I'll like kind of go to the horror if the store has any. But I think it's mainly I stick to the mystery in the thriller section just because even though I can figure out the ending. Sometimes it is nice to just pick up an easier read. Yeah, and I can understand that. There are times when I'm reading YA books where it just doesn't feel right. And I know that's very non-descriptive. But for example, I recently read a book that was called Where Dreams Descend. And it is YA. And it was one that I had picked up because reading the synopsis of it, it was all about magic and there's this competition and it was things that just seemed to be right up my alley. I love magic. I love those competitive magics like of course Night Circus. They mentioned a circus and any circus book I give it a shot because I just love that setting for books sometimes and so it hit a lot of boxes for me and I was like yeah I'll give it a shot. Like I don't care that it's YA. I'll try it and it took me what felt like forever to get through this book like it just felt like a slog of a book and it's not that it was bad because there were some parts of it that I really really liked but comparing that reading experience of just not feeling right about it to it being kind of a slog to then going to some of the other adult books that I picked up recently that I've read it was just a different reading experience for me. I kind of get that whenever I was in middle school mm -hmm. I loved the Sarah Dessen I love yes. her romance books. And like now that I'm older, I think I have three that were like my favorites. And I keep seeing like she writes new ones and everything. And I'm just like, I can't anymore. There's something about it. I get that. And I don't know if maybe that's the issue when you're transitioning from YA or NA to full on adult. Yeah. After YA, I then will go to the classics section and I... I will look at whatever classics they have to see if they have something in stock that I don't own, see what more I can add to my classics collection, that type of thing. And then normally from there, I'll come and I'll join you yes. in the adult mystery and murder and thriller and horror sections. That's normally how that goes. That sounds pretty accurate for you because there is a part where we're together and then you go away and then we 
join back together. And that's kind of how it goes when it comes to where I go. So like she said, we'll start in the fiction section up in the front, do all of that. And then once we're through with that, I do spend a lot of time looking at, I know at Barnes and Noble, they have those tables in the middle. Books a Million does as well. I will spend a lot of time there and just looking through whatever they've got out, which a lot of times it's either the half price ones or the ones that it's like book talk made me do it. But I'll spend a lot of time just looking through there and seeing there's something else that I've never seen before that I find interesting. And then from there, what we'll do is... I will go to the adult fiction section and I'll go through there. I'll look at the fantasy section because normally those are pretty close together for the most part in the stores that I frequent. Unless, of course, they change it all around, which they do that sometimes. I've also started going to the romance section as well just to see if there's anything that catches my eye. I am not a huge romance reader you're not but lately you have been on a romance kick and it is scaring me and i don't like it yeah and i don't know why (laughs) actually let me preface this she's never really been one for romance i was whenever i was what like 13 and now i'm just like nah but like you've been really into it and it's really scaring me because you're like oh yeah you should read this no 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 i i'm okay with my murder and you can just go in your own little corner. Honestly, I blame the love hypothesis. I ended up getting it because it was intriguing. And then I fell in love with the book where I'm going to do an episode on it another day. Loved that book. And I think that's what started my maybe I could give some romance a shot kick. Now, granted, I don't spend a lot of time in that section. Normally, I try to look for more of like the contemporary, I would say, probably romances than like some of the other ones that are kind of the stereotypical romance books. But I have been looking through there a little bit lately. From there, I'll do a quick perusal of mystery. And then that's when Belle normally tries to find me. She'll go through the mystery stuff a lot more closely than I do. And then I'll just kind of keep going through my sections until I've officially decided that I can't find anything or I've found all that I want to find. Then normally I drag you to the classic section. Yes. I, at and some I'm point like, in time, I do go look at the classics because help. not only do they have your Austins and your Dickens and your whatever else is in that section, but they also have some mythology stuff, which I am always looking for things to add to the mythology slash research section of my library and by library I mean like four bookshelves <laughs> that are overflowing. So that that is kind of in a nutshell what we do when we go shopping for books. Now do you because I know I spend a lot more time on synopses synopsises than you do. But do you do anything with synopsises? I do so like first is going to be like that cover and the title that make me pick it up and then I'll like look at the synopsis and if it sounds like something I would read or something that I would enjoy or like I read it and I can already tell within like the first two lines that the book is going to get on my last nerve and I'm going to hate my life then I just am like I'm not getting it Mm -hmm. but there are others that I'm like oh yeah that yeah there are some synopsises that I found that I'll just read it 
and just kind of be like, no, that's as much as you had me, you lost me. The other thing that really bothers me is more of a pet peeve of mine is because both of us are colorblind. And so there are some books that do not have a very good contrast when it comes to the synopsis versus the cover of the book. Oh, yeah, I hate those. And so anytime and for anybody who is a writer or a publisher or anything like that and you're out there and you're listening, please put good contrasting text on the back of your book because us colorblind people, we can't read it otherwise. And then I'm not going to get your book because... We can't read the synopsis. I can't read the synopsis. And most of the time, I don't feel like going and searching for like my mom or something and be like, hey, read the back of this book because it's just not worth it at that point. Yeah. At that point, if I can't decide for myself without having to search up the book on my phone, I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not. Yes. It's not worth it. it. Immediately, if I can't read your synopsis or I have trouble reading your title, you are not worth my time. Yeah. The only way that you would come back to me is if by some reason an app like likewise is what I use a lot of times or Bell uses Pinterest a lot unless something like that recommends your book to us where then we can read it clearly I'm sorry but we're not getting your book no we, we and you, you might have had us but then you lost us that's the thing everybody doesn't think that the visually impaired really like to read yet here are me and Aria two legally blind sisters who both love to read, yet then we have like the worst time at a bookstore because it's really awkward when they're crowded because we have to get closer to the shelves and bring the book closer to our face. And then there are people around and you just feel so awkward. Yeah, going book shopping when there's a lot of people is the worst. But that being said, though, for the most part, we get lucky in that we happen to catch it when there's not too too many people like there's a good bit but there's not like a crowd yeah no our only mistake was going right after christmas and there being a but crap that, ton of people but that half off hardcover book sale yeah but it was still going on and we went and there was like hardly anybody in there that's true but it was very picked over at that point fair enough but i mean we didn't really get any hardcover books to begin with all right well on that note we are about out of time is there any other final thoughts from you if you are a publisher writer or any of the above please make sure that you have contrast on your covers and synopsis yes i think that is the takeaway of this episode (laughs) that is the takeaway forget everything else we talked about yeah that's our takeaway (laughs) that's our takeaway just do that that's the hill we die on yeah that's we had to share our thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry it got a little, if it got a little heated there, but that is the one thing that I will say irks me the most when it comes to, you know, shopping for books is when I can't read the title or the synopsis or anything like that. that oh, we should also clarify that we're not just red, blue, green, blah, blah, yeah, blah, colorblind. We're full-blown colorblind. Like, we only see black and white and shades yeah. of gray. So, like, you gotta work with us. Yeah. Yeah, we are not the traditional colorblind. Like, if you go to the eye doctor and they open up that little book that's just like, hey, what's the number in all of these little dots? Yeah, we only we see, can the see the first one. see the first one and that's 
it. There's nothing else. We'll try to guess the other ones. Yeah, there's nothing else. So that is about all the time we have for today. We want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us talk about our bookshop adventurings as well as, you know, how we pick a book and that sort of thing. If you like what we're doing, of course, like, comment, review, share, all of that good jazz if you would like if you don't that's cool but it really helps us to grow the show so we would appreciate that and so of course my name is aria and i'm bell and next time we are going to be talking about harry potter all right well that will be a very interesting talk so then we will see you guys next time bye Bye.